Good morning, good morning. On this thankful Tuesday morning, welcome to the Love Morning Show. I am your host, J.B. Lee. Good morning on this thankful Tuesday morning. Welcome to the Love Morning Show. I am your host, J.B. Lee. Welcome. Good morning on this thankful Tuesday. God is good. He loves us. He woke us up this morning, started us on our way. He give us another day, another day, another day to live, to love, and to let him be God. We thank him for this morning. We're glad that you're on. All our family and friends, all of our haters and spectators, welcome to the Love Morning Show. We love you this morning because God loves us and his love continuously grows in us, making us who we are. So we are thankful, we're thankful, we're thankful on this thankful Tuesday morning. Listen, um, we do this every morning. God has said some wonderful things about us. He says some wonderful things about us. He says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made that he loves us with an everlasting love and that we are more than conquerors good morning McClamon he says that we 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 are fearfully and wonderfully made he loves us with an everlasting love and that we are more than conquerors on this thankful Tuesday morning and it is a good morning he woke us up. Let us see this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday, this thankful Tuesday. So we're glad about it. Listen, I want to talk uh, about something. Actually, I'm going to go ahead into my topic because that's what I want to talk about. Hope everybody's having a good morning. Hope life is good. Look cloudy outside, but I think the sun is going to come out and shine some. I'm thanking God for the rain because my grass was getting a little dry. So I'm thankful on this thankful Tuesday. Listen, my topic, I'm going to go right into my topic. Now, most of my topics, you know, I, I, I like to, to make my topics funny. But this morning, this one is it's not a funny topic. This is a serious, serious topic. So I'm going to get right into it. Turn this down a little bit. Okay, here's the topic for, for this day. Now, I want you to write in, send me a message. Tell me what you think about this. Uh, tell me how you feel about it on this topic. All the topics. But I, I really, really, really want to know how you feel, what you think about this one. Here's the topic. Here we go. Do God have... Now, I, I touched on this uh, a couple of weeks ago. But I want to come back and make sure that I reiterate this. Do God have anything for sale? Do God have anything for sale? And you say, well, why do, why do you ask that question? The reason I ask that question is, is, is the, way we, the way we approach God sometimes. With our giving, the way we approach God with, with our our attitude towards things happening in our life. And 
we approach God. I, I see people. I don't do this. I, I've never done uh, because I just I didn't never I never saw God in in that capacity. And thank God I haven't. I never saw Him in the in the in the capacity that that He had something that I could buy or something that I can bargain for. I I, I have no idea where people get that idea from is that you can bargain with God with with things or with what you do or with money if if you think of God in that way that, that there's some bargaining you can do with your money with the way you act or with what you do and you got the wrong idea about who God is that's that is not God God has nothing for sale. He has never had anything for sale. And he will never have anything for sale. And a lot of people, they, they, they don't even realize it. But in their mind, in their, the way that, in their approach to God, they approach God like he has something for sale. See, when you give, when you give, you go to church or you 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 give online or, or whatever, or, or give to this organization or whatever, and you give it, and you giving it to get something, that's the wrong approach. Because he has nothing for sale. See, when we sow, when we sow seed. You know, when we sow seed, I'm not even going to get into the tithing thing. But when we sow seed, if I sow seed, when I sow seed, I already know that there is going to be a harvest because the word said so. So I don't have to sow looking for a harvest because he says, listen at this, y'all. <laughs> See, God says in the word, it says he gives, he gives seed to the sower. And he gives the, 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 the sower that he gives seed to, he also gives you bread to eat. So whether you whether you in a sowing season or a harvest season, it does not matter because you always gonna have. God, please, man. This, this is not this is not rocket science. This is just this is just his word, and it don't take I don't understand how it takes so much effort to figure this out. God provides everything we need and he has nothing for sale. He said, if you want to sow and you are going to, if you sow, you're going to reap a harvest. That's not even the issue. He said, but I'm going to give you the seed to sow. Oh my God. Then he says on top of me giving you seed to sow, I'm going to make sure that you have bread. I'm going to make sure you have more than enough. Because I'm going to give you what you need to survive. Not only am I going to give you seed to sow, I'm going to give you what you need to survive. So you don't have to come to me with these tactics and these scams like you like you paying me for something because I'm providing everything you need. Oh, come on, people. Do you hear what I'm saying? God is our provider. So we don't have to use these scams and these tactics and all this crazy stuff that we do to, to try to get God. He says, I am going to bless you. You already blessed. 
Where do we get all this crazy stuff from that we got to do something to get God to do something? <laughs> and a lot of people probably listen to this and say, man, I've been doing this all my life. What you've been doing wrong? God is not looking for you to do anything to get him to do something. Before you had anything to give, he says, I give seed to the sower. He is the provider. And he says, then I'm going to make sure you have enough. I'm going to give you bread to eat. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to provide for you while you're sowing. I'm going to still provide for you while your harvest is growing. I'm going to provide for you when you gather the harvest. I'm going to provide for you when it is no harvest. I'm going to continue to provide for you. Because see, when you sow seed, the seed got to have time to grow. Who do you think is providing for you in the, in the, in the time that the, the seed is growing? You don't plant seed and then have corn the next day. He is our provider. Listen at me, people. You do not plant seed and have corn the next day. In the midst of that seed growing, he says, I'm going to continually provide for you. What he's teaching us is, don't, don't think that the seed is the only thing that, that I'm providing. <laughs> oh, gosh. And the reason we get a harvest is to keep planting And the reason we keep sowing is to keep planting and we get a harvest and we keep planting. And then we we got enough to share. And it's not our doing, it's him. Do God have anything for sale? Tell me what you think. I hope your answer is no. See, when you go to a church, let me see how much time. Okay, I got about five minutes. When you go to a church or you go online or you go on any, anywhere, to, anywhere. And it's so funny to me. You can go to an event where there, uh, it's not not anything church related or whatever, and the people will say, "You know what? We we want to. We got this family that we want to uh, give. Uh, they they the uh, house got burned or whatever, and we want we want to to sow into their life. Not nothing. It's nothing church related. We want to sow into their life and give to them." So they can get back on their feet. And you have church people at that event won't give a dollar. Won't give a dime. But when they get in a in a church setting and somebody tell them they got a five hundred dollar line or a thousand dollar line for you to get in, God has got a blessing waiting on you. They'll get in that line and give them people a thousand or five hundred dollars or three hundred dollars. They'll get it and, and down the street, it wasn't no church setting. All it was was somebody petitioning for somebody to help a family that had got burned out or something. But they won't give to that, but they'll run down to the church where somebody can see them that know that they are part of that church or a part of another church organization. They'll jump up in that line and give that thousand or five hundred or three hundred dollars to impress somebody else. Golly. <laughs> oh gosh. 
and it's sad. It's really, really sad. And people do that all the time. I've seen it several, several times. Several, several times. I've seen it where people will say, okay, I'm going to get in that $1,000 line. I'm going to get in that $300 line. I'm going to get in that five. And, and you will walk past somebody that you know need help. I ain't talking about these people out here who hold these signs up in the road all the time. I ain't talking about them people. I'm talking about somebody you know need help. You will walk past them and knowing they need help. And the first thing you'll say is, they need, they, they, they need to seek God. <laughs> uh, but you'll go down to a church service somewhere where you think you're impressing somebody and you'll get in those lines a thousand or five hundred, some of them uh, bigger than a thousand. You get in those lines and those people are taking your money and taking you for a ride. And you don't even know it. You think you're buying something from God. That's not God. But pastor, the prophets, the prophet said that we need to sow. We need to, we need to sow if we want to see God move. So you mean to tell me God, God, God not going to move if you don't give? Are you kidding me? When did God become so petty? When? And we use that excuse. I got about a minute and a half. We use that excuse all the time. But the pastor said, or the bishop said, or the apostle said, and the, the evangelist said, what, what did God say? Come on, people. We got to do better. We got to do better. When you, when you, when you know better, you do better. When you do better, you move better. Because God has nothing for sale. Write me. Let me know what you think. Do God have anything for sale? I've seen this, seen this pretty all my adult life. Played in different churches, uh, different places. Man, it's it's horrible what what these people put these people through. See, I I know I know for a fact that. A church building has upkeep. You have people uh, that that gets you know get paid for things. It, everybody that go there know that. So so give give. <laughs> people say, well, you giving to God. But God God don't need no money. <laughs> God ain't, God don't have a bank account. He ain't got no pockets. He don't need your money. Listen, but I, and I know people say this all the time, but it's not true. It, it, it's just not true. God do not need your money. He wants us to give the help. He wants us to give money to help the church grow. I mean, keep the lights on, pay the preacher. If you got a preacher that's on salary, keep the lights on, make sure that you, the church have insurance and all that kind of stuff. That's what he wants to give for. You're not giving your money to God. Where was your money when God created the earth? <laughs> Where was your money when God created the universe? Where, where was your money when all this stuff was that, that you had nothing to do with? 
Where was your money? People don't even think. God has not told anybody he needed their money. And people, people say, "Well, you know that we, you know when you, when you, when you tithe, you pose the tithe because God, you, <laughs> he, he wasn't even talking to you. If you were not, <laughs> Malachi had nothing to do with you. If you not, if you wasn't a part of the Levitical priesthood, he was not talking to you. And if you go study about the, and I'm not getting on the tithing thing. We we already did a teaching on that. If you go study about tithing, it was only done once a year. <laughs> and on their way, and on their way, on their way, and people said, well, they didn't have money back then. That's a lie. That is a lie. I like my cousin used to say, that's a lie. <laughs> they did have money. Because <laughs> it says, when, when, if, if they was on a journey, if it was too far, they sold. They sold what they had. And when they got closer to where they was going to have the feast to present the tithe, they, they, they took money. They took the money and bought more wine, corn, grain, liquor. Uh, well, it says strong drinks or whatever it says. They bought more stuff to carry to the feast. So, man, people, people, listen, you better start reading and studying this word. Get an understanding of it. Anyway, do God have anything for sale? Tell me what you think. Let me know what you think about it. All right. Our lunch menu for today. <laughs> McClamey, after that conversation, you might be my only listener. <laughs> Oh, gosh. But it's all good. I can't tell you no lie. I'm going to have to tell you the truth. Because that's just who I am. That's who God made me. All right. Our lunch menu for today is hot dogs and chips. Our lunch menu for today, hot dogs and chips. Hot dogs and chips. Our lunch menu for today. Now, I'm telling you now, if you're going to do the hot dogs with chips, you got to have me. I don't know about you, but me, I got to have me some onions on my hot dog. I do not want a hot dog with just some mustard and ketchup. Now, kids, kids can eat a hot dog with nothing but ketchup. Oh, I got to have some. I, I got to have some. Uh, McClaimer said that's that's all right. The truth is the truth. <laughs> Keep bringing that. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I got to have some onions. And a little bit of chili. I don't need much chili on my hot dog. But man, I, I, a hot dog. Just like I said, kids love them with just a hot dog and, and ketchup. I want a little bit of onions, a little bit of chili. And just a little bit of mustard and ketchup on my hot dog. And uh, some people like slaw on it. Slaw is good on a hot dog if, if, it, if it's prepared right. I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's good. Some people like sauerkraut on the hot dog. Uh, but hot dogs. Hot dogs and chips is on the menu for today. Let's do our declaration so we can get out of here. Man, we running over. We're almost 20 minutes. Are we on? All right, let's do it. Today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love. A day full of grace, a day full of mercy, a day full of peace, a day full of joy, a day full of help. 
a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Again, today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love, a day full of grace, a day full of mercy, a day full of peace, a day full of joy, a day full of help, a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Let's do it one more again. Today is a blessed day, a day full of love because, God, you are love, a day full of grace, a day full of mercy, a day full of peace, a day full of joy, a day full of help, a day full of prosperity, a day full of all of who you are, God, because you are our everything. Listen, go have a wonderful day. God loves you. Don't let nobody mess up your day, not even yourself. Love on somebody. Pray for somebody. Help somebody out. But don't let that somebody mess up your day. We love you here at the Love Morning Show on this thankful Tuesday. God loves you. He cares about you. Go have a wonderful, wonderful thankful Tuesday. Love on yourself. Help yourself. Let God love on you. Be who you are. God loves you. We love you here at the morning show. We love you here at the love morning show. We out. In any situation, I have the victory. So glad